Hey, it's Charlie here and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. Today, I'm talking about why it's important we're consistent. It matters, it matters in our personal lives, it matters in our careers, it matters particularly in leadership. But why? Consistency matters because in order to be successful at anything, we need to be consistent. And it's taken me almost 40 years to learn that, that creation and success aren't random. Well, maybe the initial inspiration might be, but the end result isn't. And it's down to showing up daily and committing to being your best self. Better yet, if you can turn the act of being your best self into a routine, then even better. But it's when we commit to being consistent, that's when the doubts creep in. What if something else more important comes up? What if we can't stay motivated? What if we have nothing to share or do or say? But the thing is, though, that in order to create something meaningful or worth paying attention to, then you have to commit to something bigger. This brings the right kind of motivation and it allows you to find your voice and your actions and people will listen. Because when you're the best version of yourself, that means you can be that and nothing will be more important than that. And if we think about people we admire who might be consistent, what do we see? So when someone's consistent in their approach, you can understand where they are coming from and they're far easier to predict and therefore to work with. If we think about, you know, big companies, consistency with brand and delivery and presence play a big part in building trust with clients and customers. And consistency brings focus and action to our goals and seeing them through. And if someone isn't consistent in their approach, then what happens then? And consistency matters particularly in meeting goals and completing projects because that initial excitement and enthusiasm wanes as time goes on. So what keeps you on course? Consistency, because it allows you to keep the focus where it needs to be for you and anyone else working with you. And I'm not talking about blindly refusing to change course if it's clear that it would be beneficial to do so. But I am saying that when it comes to those smaller bumps, then it's best not to get distracted or it's helpful not to get distracted. Because Jim Rohn says that success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying basic fundamentals. When we're inconsistent, then people wait to act often because they want to see what you're going to ask them to do first, rather than feeling comfortable in taking the initiative. And this can cause delays and increase the risk and maybe there's costs associated with a project. But if you are showing your most consistent side, even if you don't feel like it on the inside, then you build trust and morale with the people around you. Now for 2020, my word of the year is consistency. And I started creating words for the year in 2018 when I chose resilience. And then in 2019, I went for investment in terms of investing in myself. And I don't always hold the word in my mind, but I do find that it crops up more often than I expect and it helps me find focus. And if I'm being honest, I'm pretty determined and I achieve most of my goals, at least 85% of them. But when I reflect on those I don't achieve, it almost always comes down to consistency. And I would probably describe myself as someone who likes to start stuff and likes a sense of achievement of finishing stuff, 
but I don't really enjoy the bit in the middle. And so with that in mind, when I was thinking about my word of the year for this year, it became pretty clear that there was only one option. The bit in the middle is where the magic happens. And it's all about being consistent, taking action regardless of how I feel on any given day. And so what does consistency mean to me? Well, it means that I build upon the work that I've been doing over the last five years or 10 years or however long and acknowledging the progress I've made so far. I keep doing the things that work and I don't worry about the rest. And I believe that being consistent helps me both personally and professionally. And because, you know, when I talked about those doubts, it helps me let fear, let go of the fear of the unknown of those self-doubts as to whether I can achieve my goal, as well as all that procrastination and excuses. Why? Because when you choose to be consistent, none of that matters. You just keep doing what you're doing. It makes you accountable to yourself, to your plan. And for me, being consistent requires some planning, but it also lets me have some creativity in terms of you know, consistently posting or writing my blog or recording this podcast whether I'm in the summer holidays, whether the kids are off sick, or quite frankly, if I'm in the middle of a global pandemic. And this brings me to thinking about working smarter, not harder. And whilst working hard works, for me, I think it's more efficient to work smarter, to make better choices, to reflect on what's working and what isn't, and to adjust accordingly. Making the most of the opportunities in front of you and trusting your intuition when you make decisions. Focus your time, effort and energy on the 20% tasks that give you the best results. It has to be something that works for you. Most people forget to create a plan as they're too focused on the outcome. So to give you a personal example, when I was finishing my essays for my PG Sir, I spent two years focused on the fact I wanted to finish them. I planned in some time haphazardly and it never happened. And then as the deadline approached, I set a routine. The key thing to getting those essays written was to write. I finally realised I didn't have to write X amount of words or a page a day or whatever because that didn't work for me. I committed to make time to write as much as I could in the time that I had each day because 10 minutes was better than zero minutes, right? We value progress no matter how small it is. Consistency is better than perfection. And if you show up and you provide value to those around you, you celebrate your successes, you acknowledge your mistakes and demonstrate your work, you will be so successful. And specifically, you'll build a career that lasts if we're talking about career coaching. You'll become more confident as you gain experience and that leads to great stories to pass on to others. Committing to being consistent can feel really uncomfortable. It can be painful even. And if you find pleasure in that challenge and even learn to enjoy it, then you reap the benefits because whatever your craft, be it personal or professional, hard work can be used to earn long term results. So how to be consistent? There's seven things you need to do. Number one, show up regardless of your mood and get it done. Number two, create opportunities instead of waiting for them to come to you. Number three, embrace the challenge. Number four, know your barriers and create strategies to overcome them. Number five, use a a process that works for you. Number six, value progress, not perfection. And number seven, 
give yourself permission to make mistakes. Because as I would say to my kids, it's through making mistakes that we learn. As always with any project or goal, you can set some intentions. So here are some of my intentions that I set for my year of consistency. Number one, to send a weekly email to all of my subscribers. Number two, to attend a minimum of one networking event a month. To create two new videos a week. To run a minimum of three times a week. To cross train for strength a minimum of three times a week. To identify my knowledge gaps and make a plan to close them. 15 minutes of mindful activity. Creative Sundays to get outside daily and to focus on family time. Some are more specific than others. But for each of these intentions, I've broken them down to create smaller goals and I track them monthly. Some like running, I already do, but is on there to continue doing because I enjoy it. Others like Creative Sundays are new. And I have to say that I've been a little inconsistent in them, but I hope that we build on it and we look back with fondness as the kids grow up. I made a challenge to myself to spend less time on social media aimlessly scrolling and so instead I choose activities that align with my intentions and the other thing that I had to do was I had to say I was going to be more consistent to myself and to other people and it's also worth understanding your core values so that you can come back to them when you make decisions And I'd always recommend that you make your decisions in line with your values. Otherwise, you might end up resentful, demotivated and yes, inconsistent. So communicate and connect. Communicate your values and make sure your family and anyone else knows what you stand for. Make sure you demonstrate your values so that others can see them clearly, even if it feels uncomfortable to do so. The value in being consistent is that people know what to expect and so can act accordingly. And it helps them feel empowered and to act on any decisions, knowing what your reaction will be and develop behaviours and cultures that you want to build in your family or maybe in your career. And finally, remember, it's okay if it doesn't go to plan. Because if you do end up being inconsistent, like I have been with my Creative Sundays, it's okay. If a circumstance arises that makes you deviate from your normal course of action, explain what happened or is happening. You might need to communicate more in these situations so that you or other people can reflect and ask questions and you can retain that trust and accountability. You might even get someone, a best friend or a coach or one of your kids to challenge any inconsistency and to ask questions and that eliminates any silent resentment and reduces any kind of passive aggressive behavior um, that you might be exhibiting or people around you because life and mistakes happen and it's how we deal with these circumstances that makes the difference As always, thanks so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I'll pop back and answer them. You're welcome to join my Facebook group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if there's anything that I've recovered today that you'd like some more help with, then please get in touch over at www.yourtimetogrow.com and join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.